If you find value in the content we provide, consider the tip jar. All the details are in the show notes of every episode. Thanks in advance. This has been an ACB community call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. We are doing things a little bit different today, but we still want to take your questions. Um, my name is Michael Babcock. I'm joined today by the other Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. It's good to Too be here. Too many Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> So I uh, wanted to uh, give a couple of announcements here off the top. We'll take your questions like we do every week. And of course, we have a question for you this week. And today's question is, uh, if you have a gift recommendation, uh, especially a tech gift recommendation, raise your hand and share that with us. And I'm sure we'll end up talking about a resource if you don't have any tech recommendations that we can uh, talk about and you can get some ideas from um if you have additional tech questions again feel free to raise your hand here in zoom or in clubhouse and if you have uh, suggestions for answers to questions that are brought up of course raise your hand as well because we're all about sharing the knowledge of technology with each other um no question is too uh, dumb or or dull in order to ask and we we welcome all questions if you want feel free to send an email to us as well feedback at unmute.show so michael d what content has iacast published over the last couple of days sure so we've had uh our we've been back at it with the spanish with carla show she's done some more vocabulary words and how to address uh people you know, men and women specifically um, asking questions like where are, where is the person, uh, things like that. So very interesting episode, episode four now. We are, we recorded episode 200 of the IA cast this weekend. It is being edited uh, and will be out today. So that's very exciting. And uh, we had, um, I believe that's the latest of the IA cast episodes. And I know um, that there have been several on the unmute Uh, Friday finds was, I believe out last week as well. So check those out. So Michael, what about unmute? So I was surprised you didn't bring up technically working there because you were the one who listened live, although maybe you haven't listened to the recording to see what made it there. I I have not listened to the recording, (laughs) but technically working was fantastic this yeah week. technically working published yesterday where demasi and i sit down chat chat about technology um i did grab a clip from a previous tuesday call the call before thanksgiving uh, where david came on and shared information about how to get your phone to respond the way you expect it to, especially if after updating your phone to iOS 17, you're double tapping on your screen and nothing's happening or weird things are happening. So go give that a listen. That published on Sunday. And then Thursday, we published a 40-minute tech gift guide where I reached out to people voices some of you may have never heard before. Uh, Some of you have. um, But 
These people were individuals we wanted to get tech gift suggestions from, and I told them the more unique, the better. So we got some interesting and unique tech gifts, um, and I'm going to jump into the questions here, but if we have some time, I might spend some time on the Double Tap gift guide, uh, which is closing up this week. Sheila, who do we have first? Jewel. Hey, Jewel. You are muted. Jewel, um, you're still muted. All right, all right. Skip. We'll come back to her. Ed. Oh. Sorry. Oh, go ahead, Jewel, and then we'll come back to Ed. Uh, okay. What's, what's going Sorry, on? Sorry, my keyboard decided not to work at just in that moment. Um, had to go grab my phone. So I had a software slash app question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for an app that will help me with like fitness planning. Um, more than just you know, you know, just writing it all down. Like, help me figure out what would help me the most. Um, I. So, you know, for my specific desires and goals, Um, obviously something that's accessible, the screen reader, either Microsoft or iOS, Um, you know, it can be a paid or free. I'm willing to work with whatever I can get. Um, Just trying to figure out the best fitness plan for myself. So I have a suggestion. Michael D., if you have a suggestion, feel free to chime in right after me. Um, have you by chance explored the revision fitness app and will that give you what you're looking for? That's the one done by the Olympus, isn't it? I believe so. He is, he is blind and I know he has several different, uh, fitness paths that you can go down and he's made some updates to the app over the last several months, I believe as well. I have explored that, but my fitness needs do not match those paths. Um, mine is specifically for fencing and I have not mm. seen a path that really goes into like I've gotten some advice from people who do fencing on specific um, exercises that I should incorporate but I'm like trying to find an entire fitness plan to incorporate those into because there are very specific needs like you know arms especially are important and this putting your rapier is heavy is fencing one of the exercises uh and and avenues to follow in the apple I fitness didn't plus see Oh, Apex Fitness Plus. I haven't, I don't, yeah. I can't, I imagine not, but maybe there is. That's I would I check would it. Check. Yeah, the, that mm-hmm. was going to be my suggestion is to look at that mm. because Fitness Plus has so many different things. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't yep. seen it on there. Where would I find the paths on Fitness Plus for that? I've seen exercises, but not paths like that. Uh, yeah. Give me a couple of minutes. I'll see if I can find it. Okay. Um, otherwise, that's Ooh. the other suggestion. I would also mm. look at uh, YouTube, of course, as well mm-hmm. to find some material on YouTube yeah. that you I could follow along. have found some YouTube channels that are specifically fencing that are not audio described, very hard to follow, and all the audio described. Like, you know, uh, Northeast um, Association of Blind Athletes is wonderful, but doesn't have fencing. You know, you know, they do have exercises. I use their dance aerobics and cardio and yoga and stuff, but none of it's specific to fencing. Um, so, but okay. I haven't found any that are both audio described or easy to follow and fencing specific. So I don't know that Apple Fitness Plus has it, but I will say if you weren't aware, one of the workout types that's available on the Apple Watch is fencing. Yes, I'm aware of that. You can, you can specifically say, Hey, I fenced for 20 minutes or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. I'm aware well, of that one. If, if anything comes up, Joel, I'll keep you in mind and uh, share it with cool. you. And if anyone has any suggestions, feel free to raise your hand. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. And I'll raise my hand if I have answers. Otherwise awesome. I don't have any other questions. 
Perfect. Ed, how is it going? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. You can? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I for some reason when I I couldn't get I couldn't get the uh, the page with the unmute button on there, so I'm holding the space bar down. Um gotcha. <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, good call on the iOS seventeen uh um double tap sensitivity thing or timing thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh that was helpful and uh uh yeah i'm having lots of bugs with ios 17 and that's why i i wanted to to ask you or ask you guys or anybody um so right now there's a bug with siri at least on my phone anyway where if i if i say hey you know hey ask lady mm-hmm. um it'll it uh will say mm-hmm uh or you know and then you'll give her a command and then it just it just dies it just like doesn't do anything right uh yep. but if you push the button on the side my iphone i have an iphone 12 mm-hmm. uh then you get the little you know you know the little chime thing and then you can you can ask and it will it will perform the action um and the other problem is that uh and it's very similar to that like when dictating a a text message or something um you know it'll come back and say uh this is what you said right and then it just like dies in the middle of that like like it's just a bunch of a bunch of siri timing issues right it's like it's just dying uh although it still works like you can still talk to it and it'll still send the message but it's like i don't yeah. know what's going on yeah, so so this has come up a couple of times, and it's very frustrating. So what's going on with Siri is they've added a new feature in iOS 17 uh, called Siri follow-up mode. They also did not, as of the last I've checked, add a toggle to disable Siri follow-up mode. So what's happening is Siri is giving you a response and then thinking that it's hearing you talk or make a sound, which then triggers Siri to start listening and stop li- stop talking to you, um, which is why it interrupts itself after it's starting to read part of a message. Um, and uh, also why when you say, hey, S, and then it just responds with, mm-hmm, because it's expecting you to say, hey, S, and ask it your question right away without waiting for that tone. Um, that's what I have found to work more consistently in that instance. And then in the instance of it of it interrupting itself, I don't have an answer to fix it. So I can relate to your frustration there, Ed. Oh, okay, I just got the, uh, um, the iOS 17.1.2 update. Okay. And it fixed a few things, but it didn't fix that one. Um, yeah. uh, so maybe they'll have another one soon, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, Michael D., do you have anything to add to that? No, I mean, at, like you said, Michael, the, the biggest thing is be, <clears throat> be natural with, with S-Lady, uh, <laughs> since everybody's devices will activate with just saying the word. Uh, just say, you know, what's the S-Lady, what's the weather? uh or s lady and then and just keep talking and and don't wait for it to go uh-huh and and then just uh that that's how i would do it just be more natural conversation mode with it a lot of people really like that kind of a reinforcement that you know that it's listening but i i don't know how well that that's really working in practice so i would just try to be more natural like you're talking to somebody when you're using siri but it's uh yeah just said the word and 
Yeah. My, my my biggest frustrations with Siri right now is where if you do say its name and it just starts calling people that, that I wish you could turn that off, but yes, there's, there's yes. several things. <laughs> me that, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cause Michael keeps calling me with Siri. Um, but th- thanks. I'd appreciate it. She like, yeah. What do we yeah I just, uh, uh, I noticed that, uh, was working that way on the Apple watch too. Like you could yes. just start talking and, and it, uh, it just does what you want. So maybe I'll just do start doing that on the phone. Yeah, give that a try and see if that works better for you. And feel free to come back and let us know. Thanks. No worries. Sheila, who's next? All right, Bill, who we got in Clubhouse? Monica. Hi, Monica. Hello, everyone. Um, I have a couple of questions. Okay. Um, should I ask them all both at once? <laughs> yeah, okay. let's, let's ask them both at once, and I'll try to answer them uh, fairly close together. Okay. okay. My first question is, I updated to iOS 17, and now when I type, mm-hmm. it keeps telling me, like, in the middle of typing, it wants to tell me the word I want to put in. Yes, it's the word I want to put in, but it beeps, and then it, and it's very distracting. How do I turn it off? Let me get back to you on that. I will try to look that okay. up here, unless Michael D. knows how to do that offhand. Uh, I can tell you, if you want to accept that autocorrect, just hit the space bar, oh. and that will accept it. Mm-hmm. And and okay. it is in the in the settings, I believe, general and keyboard. And it is a it's a new feature in seventeen where they're trying to uh, use AI to predict what you're going to type. I believe mm-hmm. uh, I know they have that on the Mac, and um, I believe those settings can be changed there. It just depends on what you want to change. Yeah, but space will insert that word if you actually want that word. What was your other question? My other question is. Um, I know you answered it several weeks ago, but I didn't write it down. Someone did. Um, when you want to, if you want to share something with someone, um, and it's like a, it, you answered it for voice memos, but it brings up every app you've ever opened and every person you've ever texted before you can find who you want to share stuff with. How do you change that? And I so forgot I what think- you guys said. Yeah, I think I know what you're asking. Um, And usually I like questions that I've already answered uh, because then I know what I'm talking about. But uh, I believe if you go into Siri suggestions and you disable the Siri suggestions, that that will limit those items from floating to the top of your share sheet. And that would be in your settings under Siri. Okay, thank you. No problem, Monica. Thanks for your questions. Who do we got next, Sheila? Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm. Hi. Michael Hi. and Michael, guess guess who's in the middle? <laughs> right, you got it, you got it. Okay, um, just a just a friendly reminder. Uh, Seventeen is the initial um, application or iOS uh, update. Seventeen point one is a bug fix. Seventeen point one point two is a security fix. The first number after the seventeen is for bug fixes only, and then the third number would be for security fixes. So if you're looking for, like the last gentleman was saying about a security a bug fix or something, you have to wait until 17.2 comes out and hope that that bug is fixed in that fix. Um, I, I want to clarify something there as as a developer. The, the 17 is the initial, like you said. The yes. point number is for feature and some bug fixes, but typically, so 17.1, and 17.2 are feature and bug fixes, but the 
17.1.2 is for immediate bug fixes or security. So the point, the they call them point releases, is like the 17.1, 17.2. They can have new features. They are not necessarily for bug fixes since okay. um, in, in okay. version numbers. Mm-hmm. And then I have a question. Yep. Um, I'm thinking of updating my iCloud to a larger amount. To do that, I need to enter a credit card into my phone, I believe. And is that through wallet or Apple Pay or are they the same or what's the difference between them? And where would I enter the card in to have that amount taken out automatically every month? So it's going to use your default payment method that's associated with the Apple App Store. If you don't have a default payment method associated with the Apple App Store, which I believe you have to have something there, I think, um, what you can do is if all of your cards are already in Apple Pay, you can add your Apple Pay wallet to the App Store as a payment method. Um, Or when you purchase an app for the first time, you'll be taken through Um, the payment information flow, which means that's where you'll add your credit card details or choose how you want to pay, including using PayPal in the app store. And then those funds will be taken from your financial institution uh, on a reoccurring basis from there. Okay. So if, if a person has never used a card on their phone for anything and they go into the iCloud and click on, uh, add this, the 50 gigs, Mm -hmm. it's going to, prompt them to enter a card because they have nothing in Apple Pay or wallet. Correct. You can also go to the settings app, go to your name, and I think you could change all of those settings in there. You can. Yeah. But the the most straightforward way is just to go go buy something and it'll say, hey, you don't have a way to give us some money. So give us a way to give us some money. And then uh, that'll just save it to your account for you moving forward. Okay, great. That's what I needed to know. Thank you so much, guys. Love your show. No worries. Thanks a lot. You bet. All right, Danette. Hey, Danette. Good morning. So um, I have a couple things. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is just an iPhone thing or if huh, I'm having major frustrations with Zoom. My um, recording is full and I want to learn how to delete some of the recording. That's one thing. Do you guys know to do that? Know how to do that? Or can somebody send me instructions? A little frustration here. <laughs> I feel your frustration. Um, <laughs> what are you what are you trying to delete on, Danette? My some of my Zoom recordings. No, no, I mean what platform are you using to access Zoom to delete the recordings on? Your computer or your phone? My computer. Okay. Windows or Mac? Are you on a Windows machine or a Mac? Windows. Okay. So I have not deleted from Windows in a little while, so I'm sure someone here may be able to raise their hand and share some feedback with you for making it happen. Um, There is some checkboxes you can check to delete recordings, and each row has a more options button that you can press to go in and delete the recordings from the web interface. Um, So you have to go to the zoom.us website log in there and then go to the uh, meetings and then recordings and then delete your recordings from there. Not the zoom recordings in the zoom application on your computer. Okay. That won't solve my frustration. (laughs) I was just going to ask, are you recording to the computer or to the cloud? Do you know? It's to the cloud. 
Yes. So you'll have to go yep. to the Zoom website, zoom.us, log into your account. Like, go into um, my Chrome and then correct. type zoom.us. Yes. Correct. Okay. And then log um, in with your Zoom account that is getting the email that says you're using too much recording, so we can't record anymore. (laughs) I get that email every week. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And also my other question does have to do with the iPhone. So um, when, how do you copy and paste? It is like, like when you do, you see an AI and it gives you a description of something that you wanted it to, and you want to share that description. How would I copy and paste that like into a text message or into an email? Okay. So I love this uh, challenge of an explanation. So I'm going to tell you how to do it by default. Um, and I'm not certain about seeing AI. So I'm going to tell you what to check since I have to talk and I can't multitask too good. Um, So if you're in a scene description and your phone reads the description to you, the first thing I would try doing is using one finger and flicking down, Um, not to the right, but down. And it should hopefully say copy. And if it says copy, then double tap and it will copy that to your clipboard. Uh Um, if it doesn't, you can use four, uh, you can use, and I always get this, uh, uh, gesture mixed up. You can use three fingers and quadruple tap, and that will copy the last thing that the phone said to your clipboard. So three fingers, three tab, no four tab, four time, Okay. three Mm -hmm. finger quadruple tap. So that got the text from the app onto your clipboard. So now when we go into messages or wherever we want to insert that text, Mm -hmm. if we double tap to open the keyboard where your keyboard is showing and you have your keyboard at the bottom of the screen, Mm -hmm. use your gesture to change your rotor, which by default is that Um, two finger twist, Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. switch it over to edit and then one finger flick down and this will say paste. And if you double tap there, that will then paste whatever's in your clipboard and you can send it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Cool. Thank you. No worries. Thanks a lot for your questions. No more frustration you. with Zoom. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Reach out if you have additional questions, and I okay. might get back to you. Ask Sheila. Sometimes I do. Sometimes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Beth. <laughs> hey, Beth. Hi. Um. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Well. Well. For, first of all, I. I wanted to like uh, when I'm an NVDA. How do I uh, put the capital like capitalize because it doesn't work? I forgot it doesn't work like um, Sysmaxis where you could just hold Shift and also um, yeah. I tried to get in that call on Thursday with um, unmute. You know the um, gift gift ideas. I yeah, it had the call, the link, and everything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get in there. Yep. So. Let me take your second question because that's the easier one because I know exactly what happened with that. And then we'll talk about NVDA. So uh, <laughs> okay. Thursday's call, we had to last minute cancel. So you weren't doing anything wrong. There was some some stuff that came up that we had to cancel for. Um, we okay. did do a pre-recorded version of it. Um, so if you have the Unmute Presents in your podcast app, you can go listen to mm-hmm. a 40-minute uh, holiday gift guide that we were going to do live, but we just recorded it. So it is available as a podcast. Oh, so go give that a listen. Good. 
And yes. related to NVDA, I'm not certain why your shift key isn't working because it should work. Caps lock, if that's not working, you would need to double tap the caps lock key. Um, what I would try if I were you, Beth, and, and of course others may have suggestions as well, is I would try turning NVDA off and then seeing if your shift key works and lets you type uh, with capital letters with NVDA off. If that is the case, then it might be worth reaching out to an NVDA user group to see if anyone else has any suggestions. Okay. All okay. Right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And speaking of gifts, I'm thinking of, um, I may have to get this myself on, on Alexa. Mm -hmm. So, so I have to get like, um, I could get the dot. I really don't want to get the dot. I want to get a bigger speaker. So, so is that all I have to get is the speaker and just put and install the app on, on my phone? Yep. So you get the speaker, you install the app on your phone, and then you tune into Unmute Presents on the second Tuesday, on the second Thursday of the month to listen to Lucy do games to play with Lady A and apps to, to do with that as well. Um, so she shows you how to use Alexa. And if you want a affordable speaker, like super low cost. I think they may still be on sale for under $20. Uh, we use the Echo Pop here. Um, that is a smaller speaker to the Echo Dot, and that sounds pretty good. If you're looking for a bigger speaker, then you can just get the regular Echo. I've never had one of those, so that would be something worth exploring, especially for good sound. Um, I do have experience with the Sono speakers, which do let you use Alexa. The caveat to that, though, is the Alexa on the Sono speakers is not fully featured so you will have some limitations that you'll run into so um i would just look at the echo line of speakers that are available okay and what like the cost because i order from amazon so yep just order straight from amazon and they'll help you with getting them and they range from twenty dollars to i think the sub is like two hundred dollars so it depends on what you want to oh spend my. on it thanks <laughs> yeah. a lot so, so i can like like um uh with Lucy can teach me how to program things and like skills and what like yep, the she goes over she she shows you how to do different skills already um and so she actually demonstrates them on the podcast on the second Thursday of the month. Okay, sounds good. Perfect. Okay, Who do we got next, Sheila? Jamaica. Hey, Jamaica. Hello. I have a question, okay. and I'd like to ask this question because I'm having such a huge problem with with uh with with my computer mm -hmm. and my question is about the um about thunderbird and microsoft edge and and google chrome do you do you need to have all three of those things running number one and number two if the if I don't need all three of those things running, how do you make one of those go away? I'd like to know. Very good questions there. And I will answer those questions to the best of my ability. And hopefully, Jamaica, I'm understanding what's going on. So when you press Alt-Tab, you're hearing Microsoft Edge, Chrome, and Mozilla Thunderbird. Is that correct? I, I'm I'm I'm. I'm not sure. I I have I have all three of those up there, mm -hmm. and Microsoft Edge is coming up on the 
coming up on the screen. And I'm trying to just work with Google Chrome and Thunderbird is what I would, is what I'm trying to work with. And I don't know, I don't know how to get Microsoft Edge from coming, from coming up. Okay. That must be frustrating. I can, I can completely relate. Now, what I'll tell you that you can try first of all, because this could be a multi-pronged problem. And if anyone else has additional feedback, I'm sure they'll be glad to raise their hand and let us know. But when you hear it say Microsoft Edge, if you hold the alt key down and press and hold the letter Q for quit. So alt and Q, press and hold those for about two seconds. That should quit Microsoft Edge. And then that should leave just Chrome and Thunderbird open for you. You don't need to use all three of them. Chrome and Microsoft Edge are web browsers. And if you're more comfortable in Google Chrome, then just press and hold Alt Q and that should exit uh, Microsoft Edge and let you use Google Chrome. And if that is the case, but every time you restart your computer, it keeps coming back, let us know and we can help you with figuring out why that's starting up every time and then uh, make sure that that and help you with getting that disabled as well. But right now, try Alt Q, press and hold it. One question to add to that. Uh, are you, so you're having Chrome open with Thunderbird, is that correct? Is that kind of how you start? Correct. Yes. So are you, so basically, are you kind of finding when you press enter on a link in an email, is it bringing up Edge? I'm, I'm, it, it's just, it's just coming up when I'm, when I'm like, like if I want to go into Zoom or something like that, it's coming up as. Gotcha. It's so, micro it's Microsoft Edge and and I'm you know I'm I'm needing it to be in I'm really Chrome. needing mm-hmm. it with Google Chrome if so, there's any possibility. It sounds like what you need to do is set your default web browser to Chrome. And Michael, do you know the steps? It's I have I did that in Windows ten, but it's been a while since I've said it. And that's it what Windows and that's what I'm on right now is Windows, Windows ten. Windows ten. So I think you could actually just go to your start menu and type default applications, and it will bring up a dialogue. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I'm not in Windows currently, so I can't test that. But there is a setting in the settings app to change your default applications. And you could pick the default your default web browser to be Chrome. Okay. Yep. So, so Virginia, you go up and type in default D E F A U L T, and that would uh, take you to uh, change. It'll say Microsoft Edge is your default web browser. If you press space on that, you can change it to Google Chrome. If you can't remember where to go to get there, because uh, I can forget that easily myself. Um, you can always reach out to the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk, and they can help you over the phone. With uh, again, you want to remember to uh, you want to set Google Chrome as your default web browser. Okay, thank you so much. No worries, and thanks for your question. Before we move on to the next question, uh, I realized I forgot to make a couple of announcements at the top. So we will get to these other questions, but I'm going to jump in here real quick and say, number one, if you haven't yet, do us a big favor. 
head on over to joinbitsbits.org and uh, get signed up for bits if you're not a bits member. Uh, very interesting things going on over there. And uh, there's a new web form that I am super excited to uh, tell people to go check out. So joinbits.org for more technology information. And then the second thing that I wanted to announce before we get from Sheila, who is next, is uh, if you didn't hear yesterday, uh, Microsoft made an announcement that Android, uh, that they're seeing AI app is now available on Android. Um, so now you have multiple choices on Android of which tools you want to use for product and scene recognition. And it does appear to be using AI for their scene recognition on the seeing AI. So you'll get more in-depth uh, information. And Be My Eyes also had a, a release for Android. And they are slowly rolling out the Be My AI feature that's been available on the iPhone. So if you don't have it and you're on Android in the next couple of weeks, you should have it. Um, and I lied, Michael, there was someone else who made an announcement uh, bringing messaging to more people. Yes. So there has been an app in beta for a very long time called Beeper. And now there's a, uh, they have a version in Google Play called Beeper Mini. Now, I have tested this with my Samsung Galaxy S23. There seems to be some accessibility issues in the app. So uh, reach out, leave the developer a review saying this is something we want, but it lets you uh, sign in. Uh, it lets you get iMessage support with your Pixel, with your Android phone, Pixel, Samsung, any of those, and send iMessages uh, with your Google phone number. It does not make you sign into your Apple ID. It doesn't use an insecure relay server or anything. So really neat uh, service. And it is $1.99 a month. Uh, if if iMessage is something you really want on Android, which for me, it kind of is. So I'm going to keep <laughs> this. Uh, very yeah. excited about this. And it looks just like iMessage. So uh Check it out. If that's something you want to look into, leave the developer review saying, hey, we want these buttons labeled and, you know, uh, to where we can use this app. So comes, uh, comes down exciting. to advocating for yourself and, and for what you want. So, uh, so that was the quick announcements. Thank you, Michael. Sheila, who do we have next? Bell, who do we have in Clubhouse? Jane. Hey, Jane. Uh, hi. Um, just had a question on... Um, Microsoft Teams, I do have to use sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, Microsoft Teams, um, at least on both uh, Windows and uh, the Mac. Um, I know for Windows, there used to be uh, scripts somewhere. Um, but my thing is, like, I I need to know. You know, on Zoom, they if you if you do a keystroke, it tells you who's talking. Mm -hmm. um, I noticed that Microsoft Teams doesn't have, um, there's no keystroke to let you know nope. who's talking, but then I also found that there were scripts. Um, I just don't know who develops. Yep. So you could check the Doug Lee, D L E E dot org. Uh, website uh, 
and that has some Microsoft Teams scripts. I don't know if they'll provide what you need, uh, like the ability to tell who's talking in Microsoft Teams, but dlee.org should get you access to those and Slack scripts if anyone needs Slack scripts as well. Oh, okay, wait. I know who Doug is, and uh, I'll ask. I thought, didn't Brian Hutchin develop, well, I don't know, years ago? I don't know if I believe he did. Um, I have no experience with those scripts. Um, when I was using teams, which I'm not on a regular basis now, but when I was back in 2020, 2021, I was using, uh, Doug's Microsoft team scripts. Okay. Okay. I know who Doug is. Yay. Okay. So, uh, thanks Jane. Appreciate it. Righty. Sheila. Who's next? Roberta. Hey, Roberta. Hi there. Um, quick question. Hopefully. And hopefully you have an answer um, and your answer will be yes. Is there a way to change the default tones for Siri on the iPhone? No. The new. Oh, okay. That was I had quick. an answer, but unfortunately. <laughs> that correct, was quick. Michael, it's, it's just that one subtle tone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately not. Okay. I was hoping you were um, going to ask, can I change the default notification sound? But <laughs> no, no. I can't right. hear the new tone, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. all right, all thanks. Right. Thanks a lot, Roberta. Yep. Eric. Hey, Eric. Yes, I have uh, two questions. I have an issue with touching um, the buttons because mm-hmm. on the edge, of the very edge of the screen, I have a 11 Pro, mm-hmm. and I'm to date with 17.1 uh, mm-hmm. and point two, And I also have an issue when my fingers are big, but I have a nerve issue. So you know how you have to double tap? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't get a direct tap at the same time as when it says double tap. You know, you have to double tap the button. Gotcha. Where do I go in settings to adjust maybe the length or the tapping uh, situation on that? Yep. So that's a very good question. Um, or is there an oral uh, command for series that I'm missing? So um, to, th- that brings up two things. So I'll answer them fairly quickly and then give you some resources for you can, where you can go get more in-depth information. On Sunday, we edited out a post because other users were having a similar issue where when they would double tap on something, um, it, was, it was expecting the double tap a little too fast. So then their finger would come down and touch something else and then activate that something else and not be on the first thing that they were trying to double tap on. Um, if you go into settings and then you go to accessibility and then you go to voiceover, the very last item on that screen, so a four-finger single tap at the bottom of your screen will take you to it. or you can flick all the way through to the last item is double tap timeout. Yours is probably set at 0.25 seconds. And um, it may be worth increasing that to 0.5 or 0.6 seconds and seeing if your double tap experience is uh, better for you. 
The other option you have in that case is to try what's called split tap. So you explore the screen with one finger and when you hear what you want, put another finger down on the screen and that will activate the thing that you heard. So um, that's two resources that might help you with uh, having a better double tap experience. Yeah, I kind of figured out the split tap, but sometimes the hesitation in between the split Yep. Is it is the issue, you know, you you still have to time it correctly. Yes. But thanks is. for the because uh, I thought before that there was a um a thing where you could change the, the just what you said, the timing in between. So and yep. thanks for the information on the copying and pasting. Okay. So I had to perfect. Thank you. Yeah, and Eric, you can go back and listen to a replay. I'm going to jump ahead of some people uh, here because I see David's hand is up, and I wonder if he wanted to comment on that uh, double tap timeout. David? Um, Hi. Um, So the only comment that I wanted to make, I actually had another comment regarding uh, a question you received Mm -hmm. earlier, but I can wait um, to provide that if you'd like. But um, to this gentleman that you're speaking to now with the double tap issue, I don't think I have very much to add that um, I haven't already talked about uh, a week or so ago or whenever it originally was, except that I would please encourage anybody who's experiencing this issue to report it to Apple Accessibility. I've already done this. And they understood um, the nature of the problem. But I think that the more people who report it, uh, the more likely it is that Apple will say, hey, look at all this feedback we're getting about the double tap issue since iOS 17 and watch OS 10. And they may, that may encourage them to revisit this. Um, don't, don't just say like, well, someone else reported it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do it please reach out to them, even though it may take a little bit of time. I think it'll be worth it and it'll help a lot of people. Very good call there. Yeah. Is that Would that be uh, too much to reach out to them a second time? <laughs> no. No, just, no, do it. Let you, them know you how can... it's impacting you. Yeah, yeah. because that, I'm one of uh, people I think David told that information to, and that's what I did. So, okay. Yeah. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you. And uh, David, what was the other comment that you wanted to make? We'll go ahead and take that now. and then. Yeah, so uh, this was regarding the individual who was wondering if there was a command in Teams to identify the speaker. This is actually something that Teams really should have. And uh, Michael uh, Babcock, your tip uh, with Doug Lee's website is is quite good because um, now this is if you're a JAWS user, this won't apply to NVDA. But if you're a user of JAWS, he does have some scripts. They are free for Microsoft Teams. I just checked out his website and he does uh, uh, have a command to identify the speaker. There is a bit of a a little caveat there that it hasn't been, it's been tested if the meeting is in a separate window. He doesn't seem to be certain that the command will work if you're actually in the same window as the meeting, but it may work. And even if it doesn't, at least it will work somewhat and the scripts are free. So I think if you're a JAWS user, going to Doug Lee's website at dlee.org and downloading those scripts would certainly not hurt. 
and they'll add a lot of additional commands. Um, Brian Hartchen, who many people may be familiar with, um, he his website is hartchen.org, H-A-R-T, as in tango, G-E-N.org, has some Teams scripts, but they are not free. And currently, I don't think that there is a command to identify the speaker. Uh, however, his scripts are quite good. I've used them pretty extensively for quite some time. And Brian's pretty responsive to feedback and feature requests. So if you do buy his scripts or if you're thinking about buying them and you say, hey, um, you know, I'd really love it if you could implement a keyboard command to identify the current speaker. Um, I don't want to speak for him, but it would not surprise me if he does that and if he does it very quickly. Probably not in the next few weeks. He's going to be closing down for the Christmas holidays, but it wouldn't surprise me if he does uh, implement that as a request. So I wanted to just throw that out there. Thank you, David. Helps if I hit the right button. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, there's some great resources. Yeah, I, I, when I have inaccessibility issues, Doug's site for me is typically the first site to go because I like uh, free script. So appreciate that. Uh, Sheila, who's next? Judy. Hey, Judy. Hi, guys. I wanted to talk about Monica's question about when she goes to share something and I hope she's still on the call because I, I asked that question several weeks ago and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you turn off series suggestions, that does not work. Uh, um, okay. All of these names are there. I, I, I texted somebody this morning. Now she's there. Uh, somebody that I haven't texted in months, she's still there. So it's, you know, it's just annoying and it just keeps adding more and more people to the list, regardless of what app I'm sharing something from. They're gotcha. all there. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing the, the 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 news to us to let us know. And if anyone else listening has an idea of how to get rid of those names, there are multiple people who would appreciate knowing that. <laughs> uh, so send us an email feedback at unmute.show. Thanks a lot for that. Uh, who do we do next, you. Sheila? All right, Bill, who we got in Clubhouse? Well, speaking of Monica. Hello, Monica. <laughs> Can I cry now? No, just yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I did have a question about um, in iOS in iOS 16 when I double tapped when I used to double tap when I used to tap the side button, mm -hmm. I could hear a tone and I could say, "S lady, what's the temperature in Madrid, Spain?" She would tell me. Um, now in iOS 17, I don't hear a tone. I don't feel a vibration. Is there anything I can do, or do you know something I don't? Anyway. So I feel two vibrations, but I also don't hear a tone. The other thing I would check is your mute switch, but I presume that your mute switch is not muted. Um, but I can right. say that I do not hear a tone when I trigger Siri usually. Okay. Thank you. So, Yep. Thanks a lot, Monica. You're welcome. Sheila. Um, Abraham. Hey, Abraham. Hi. Um, so I have two questions. Um, I'm interested in getting an echo uh, dot specifically. Mm -hmm. um, the cable for it is one end USB and the other end proprietary? Or is it? It used to be what? a proprietary keyboard cable going into the echo on the third generation. I don't know about the fourth or fifth. Um, hopefully someone can let us know. And the other end was an AC outlet. Oh, okay. Okay. And then um, 
you mentioned slap scripts earlier. Where do I get, what's that site? Uh, the site to get the slack scripts? Yes. D Lee. So Delta Lima oh, Echo, okay. Echo dot org. Okay. All righty. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, Michael. We've got 10 minutes and five hands. Okay. Let's let's get through. Who do we got next? <laughs> All right, Jeff. Jeff, how's it going? Great, Michael. Hey, can you, uh, you mentioned the change default notification sound. I have looked in sound and haptics and um, and notifications. Where can I change that? Unfortunately, you can't until 16.2 is released, but it is available. Mm-hmm. 17.2, but it is available in the 17.2 beta. Cool. Where would the setting be once uh, 17.2 drops? Michael, do you know? Let me let me look that up real quick, and I'll get okay. back to you. Thanks, so, guys. so Michael, look that up. Stick around, Jeff. Appreciate it. Sheila. Nolan. Hey, Nolan. Nolan, you're muted. Hello. How are you guys Hello. doing? Doing well. Thanks a lot. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, I'm actually also uh, experiencing the same issue with. Uh, Siri not responding with the tone in iPadOS 17. So I would, if you're curious, I would report it directly to Apple immediately Mm -hmm. and let them know so that they are aware. um, The more feedback that you can provide, and I would encourage everybody in the blind community to do this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as David uh, was mentioning, it's important to reach out and provide that feedback. And if it's impacting you negatively or or positively, it's important to let Apple know what what's occurring for their users. Yep. I wanted to uh, bring that up and let you guys know. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Nolan, and, and appreciate you taking the time to jump in and share that with us. Sheila, who yep, you're welcome. next? Ed. Hey, Ed. Welcome back. Can you hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. We can. Can you hear? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Marty sent me a weird email about asking for a, a rec- voice recording, and uh, I'm on a Mac. I don't know how to do that on a Mac. Is there an app? Is there a free app or a built-in app? Yeah. So uh, Marty actually, I think, had reached out to you when we were reaching out to some people for um, uh, submitting a gift for our gift guide, which has published already. Um, so. If on the Mac you do want to record content in the future, you can use the voice recorder tool, uh, voice memos, I think is what it's called on the Mac. And then you can also purchase just press record if you'd rather a more dedicated tool for recordings. Okay. And in the same vein, is there a, um, uh, a way to, to, uh, do, uh, to do like, um, uh, a video screen capture. In other words, it, you're you're doing something on the screen and you want to capture that into a video file. I Is that also I, built in? I believe Apple offers a built-in screen recording to macOS, Michael. Is that correct? Otherwise, you can use Zoom to record your screen. That's correct. QuickTime Player is the easiest way to do that. The QuickTime Player application will take a screen recording. Is it, do I need to download that or is it available it's already? In. Yep, it's in okay. applications. Okay, thank you very much. Perfect, Ed. Thanks a lot. And before we go to the next hand, the, uh, the it's called, it's under 
to the question earlier about default uh, alert sounds, mm -hmm. you can change that under in 17.2 under settings, sound and haptics, and then default alerts. Okay. And it's neat because you could pick any alert sound on your phone or any that you've purchased. So very customizable. And not available until 17.2 is out unless you're on the beta. So don't Correct. look for it yet. But when that comes out, that's something you can use. Sheila, who is next? Joel. Hey, Joel. Hey, I had a couple of things for the lady that was talking about um, the default browser on her Windows computer, mm -hmm. on her laptop. Um, the easiest way is through app settings, but you can do on search, you can do a search for app settings. And then there's two things that I would mention. Default, um, default apps and then web browser will give you to change the default browser. But also um, in there, there's also um, under the app settings, there's startup apps and you can go and check off any of those you don't want to start when you start up your computer. Um, I found those very useful. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is, um, you know, this is a recommendation, not a requirement. Um, if you like the Google Chrome app, um, that browser, it's a really great browser, but sometimes the settings are not fully accessible. The Brave browser is a Google Chrome browser with extra privacy and um, all of the settings are fully accessible to screen reader users. I use that one. Um, just thought I'd throw that out there. Yep. And huh. uh, you can go type in Jaws and Brave into acbmedia.org mm -hmm. and listen to a Vespero community call hosted a couple of weeks ago, walking you through configuring Brave mm -hmm. with Jaws. So thanks, Joel. It's a great little browser. Yep. Yep. Appreciate it. Sheila, who's next? Roberta. Hey, Roberta. So follow up. I thought I heard someone say, can I set up a haptic for the Siri tone? So in, so in addition to the tone or instead of the tone, I get a vibration? So go check out the Siri settings to see what's available because I'm not certain if I've changed anything. And you can tell Siri okay. to open uh, settings. When I press and hold the button on the side of my iPhone 12 with iOS 17, I get two haptics uh, when it's listening. I don't hear a tone. And I don't know if that was a setting I changed. So that's where I would start looking is under the okay. Siri settings. Give it a try. Thanks. Yep. Thanks a lot, Roberta. Abraham. Hey, Abraham. Hi. Just qu quickly, um, Braille screen input on iOS 17.1.2 now. Yes. Um, it keeps uh like closing um and then I have to you know do the route action to go back into spell screen but is that just I don't, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I've seen that happen. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Um, I'm guilty because I haven't been using BSI as much as I have. I will say on Sunday and Tuesday evenings there is a braille uh, a braille call that might be worth asking in there. Um, I've been using the Hable myself, which has been a great way to interact with my phone, but that means I am not using BSI. Um, okay. And there is a new rotor setting, and I don't remember exactly where it is, under VoiceOver and your rotor, where you can tell VoiceOver to not automatically change your rotor. And I wonder if somehow like your, your rotor is automatically changing and that's influencing your Braille screen okay. input. Uh, I'll try and find that. Perfect. Is that on 17.2 or is that it's, uh, That's a 17.0 release, so it should be available okay, cool. on 1.2, yes. 
Whew. Well, appreciate each and every one of you today. Looks like we are uh, clear on hands. Is that correct, Sheila? Yes, sir. With two minutes to spare. It's like we've done this before. <laughs> appreciate <laughs> Bell, and I appreciate Sheila and Michael D for helping me. You for listening. And don't forget to tell a friend about Unmute Presents. We are live every Tuesday and then shortly thereafter turned into your favorite podcast uh, app. And you can send us an email via feedback at Unmute dot show thanks a lot have a great day